Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing video cast. Hope you're having a good start to your day so far. I say good afternoon. It's uh, 1030 here in Houston. I'm recording right now, but uh, by the time we get it out, it'll be afternoon. Listen, <clears throat> first of all, thanks again for watching. Thanks for your feedback. We nailed the CPI report, didn't we? If you've been watching the show here, show, been watching this uh, po this uh, podcast here, you know, we, uh, we nailed this yesterday, the last couple of days. Uh, I'm just going to repeat what I've said for a long time. If you're not a conspiracy theorist, you've been flat wrong about everything for 20 years, okay? Uh, case in point, I started telling you a couple months ago, uh, almost two, a month and a half, two months ago, that all of a sudden, the economic data was going to start getting better, right? That the markets were going to start improving, that the melt-up in the midterms was on. Now, because, look who's in power. You can't trust these people, folks. You cannot trust these people. And I'm not just talking about Democrats. You can't trust politicians, but you certainly can't trust the left that's running things now. Look at what just happened to uh, Trump at Mar-a-Lago. If anybody thought that there, it was beyond them to rig things, uh, to make the economy look better, and the markets act stronger going into the midterms, and you don't know who you're dealing with, you're, you're naive. Just because you want to hear what I'm saying now, on CNBC and Bloomberg doesn't mean it's not true. It means it probably is true, but they can't say it for the same reasons. They can't say the things that I say about the Federal Reserve and about money printing and about what the the real cabal, what the cabal is really all about, which is a, it's a it's a it's a cartel, right? One of seven. You say that on TV and you're not invited back on. That's why you don't see me on these shows. Okay, so <clears throat> bottom line is, look, we got CPI data today. Market's up big. Uh, essentially as high as today. Dow's at 500, Nasdaq's at 320. Lows are in. Look, we we told you last Friday we hit extreme overbought. We were looking for a pause. We got the pause. Now we got the data today. This is strong. And there's a lot of internal stuff going on here, folks, that tells us this move is going to continue. Let's talk about CPI first. Get ready, folks, because the CPI is collapsed. The conflation is going to collapse from here. Absolutely collapse, okay? Common sense. Let's talk about a common sense point. How can you have inflation, which is the rising cost of things we have to purchase, okay? That's not the real definition, okay? Currency printing is the real definition of it. But but from, from, from a consumer's point of view, how can you have the price of what we're purchasing rising when the, when the, the, the U.S. and global economy is in the process of radically slowing down. And it is. Europe will be in a recession. They're, they're in it now, right? But it'll be official very soon, one, two, three months. The U.S. is right behind it. Now, you say, Kip, we're already in a recession. Sure, the back-to-back -back quarter thing, if that's your definition. I'm talking about the real definition, right? The NBER definition. We're going to have an actual recession in this country next year. Next year. Maybe it'll be mild. We don't know that yet. But when you have yield curve after yield curve that's inverted, right? They're all telling you, right? This is this is going to happen. It could be mild. Again, it could be mild. But the point I'm making here is that we are the buzzword for for 2023 is not going to be inflation. It's going to be deflation. Interest rates are going to continue to fall. What we saw was a blip. This was a we'll look back on charts, you know, uh, going forward, and we'll see this blip in, in rates. All right, it'll be a it will be a blip. And the 40-year trend of lower rates will kick back in again. If any of this sounds crazy to you, then you you don't know me, and you haven't been watching or reading my stuff, uh, because this is what we've been saying for a long time. And you should really get our new book, The Big Bribe. Uh, myself and Tyler 
wrote this over 18 months. We spelled all this out about why this is happening, how it's happening, what's going to happen going forward, which is a lot more of it. If you think for a second that central bank, central bankers, right, our new financial masters of the universe are going to give up the power that they've gained by using quantitative easing and unlimited money printing, if you think for a second they're going to give that power up, no, 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 folks. We got to catch up. We, we have to catch up with Japan and China. They, they have a, they look at this like a race. We have to catch them, right? Both our debt to GDP and the amount of QE we have uh, based on the size of the economy, we have to catch them. So it's just starting. Either way, when I talk about a recession and economic slowdown happening, which is why we can't have inflation, we will have deflation and lower rates and a lower dollar too, by the way. That might sound very negative for the stock market. It is just the opposite because what's gonna, the market's a discounting mechanism, right? We've already had our bear market. We've had three bear markets in four years. This one's now over, okay? The last two, when they ended, we were back at all-time highs again within five months. That was 2018 and 2020. The, the, the Fed-induced meltdown in 2018, Q, Q4 2018. And then, of course, the pandemic meltdown of 2020. We're back to all-time highs in four to five months. I don't know that that's going to happen here. Who knows? But I, I think higher, we're going higher from here. And, um, and again, all the reasons I just laid out, right? Lower rates, lower inflation. The market's now getting ready for next year. What's going to happen next year? In addition to lower rates, we're going to have more QE, more fiscal stimulus. We just got stimulus. Did you not see the package just passed by Congress? Right? So they're not stopping. And, and, they, and they won't. Because they know that debt is just a number. OK, um, I've been hearing since I got into this business in 1985 that our elevated debt levels were going to crush us. I've been hearing that exact, exact uh, song and dance since I got in the business. And it's never, ever made a, a bit of difference. We've had our blips here and there, right? Folks, financial engineering is taking place at a level that I, not enough people really understand. It's, and it's not that complicated a story. It's just we're going to get more of what we have. Central banks have all the power. They're part of the, the most powerful cartel on the planet, and they have no, no intentions of stopping. And for those that think, well, wait a minute, Kip, what about the Great Reset? What about, again, we're surrounded by these negative people, are we, are we not? Everybody is so negative. Everybody is so negative, and it's hard not to be with, with what's happened in this country over the last 20 years. It's hard not to be with Joe Biden as president. Look, I get all that, okay? It just happens that the biggest moves high in the stock market come when everybody is negative. Is a contrarian? This is a simple point. But do you think for a second the Klaus Schwabs are going to really impact the Bill Gates of the world when they say you're going to own nothing and like it? Really? Did Bill Gates feel that way? Do you really think that the powers that be, the elitists, right, the globalists, are going to want to see the stock markets collapse? They're the largest holder of stocks. Real estate collapse. They're the largest owner of real estate. Homes collapse. They're the largest owner of homes globally. And uh, debt. You'll see the debt markets collapse with, again, central bankers. Uh, all of these folks control the most amount of debt. Yeah, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm saying that it's not in their best interest to, to let it happen. So this PSYOP of, 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 of unbelievable negativity is out there, folks. That's a psychological operation. It's been going on for a long time. They're getting in our heads. 
which is encouraging the retail investor to want to own nothing. I hear it all day long. What are you talking about? Buy stocks. What do you mean in your book, The Big Bride, the, the, the Dow Jones is going to 100,000? Kip, what are you smoking? Do you not see the news? The news, right? Like the television news, all the lies, the tele-lies, right? The fake news. Yeah, I see that fake news. I don't. I just don't buy into it. I see what's really happening because I, I actually pay attention to real numbers, real data, and to uh, repeating patterns is a big thing, right? So anyway, that's our view. Has been for a while, as you know. Deflation, not inflation. That's that's the theme going forward. You'll see that, I think, in the CPI and the PPI going forward. And by the way, the Fed rate hikes are about to be over. So it's all good news for the market. It just is. Um, <clears throat> well, I'll leave you this morning. By the way, internals are fantastic. 85% up volume right now, NYSE. 80% up volume, NASDAQ. We want to see that hold. Uh, four to five to one positive advanced decline today. Again, we're up big. You want to see that, and we do. Um, two, 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 uh, two piece of analytics I want to share with you. Again, we've been we've been telling you this for a while, but I, for our new people, it's, it's important to know this. The best year, the best twelve month period to be an investor is coming up. That's the twelve months after the midterm elections. It's the best twelve months to be an investor. That's what two, two, two and a months away. Going back to nineteen thirty. The worst first halves of the year, and we just had the worst first half since 1970, are followed by amazing second halves with average gains of 23% going into year end. We're there now. So, again, uh, we, we pay attention to the technicals. Uh, we are buyers on pullbacks. When we hit extreme overbought, we'll let you know that's not a time to sell unless you're a day trader. It's a time to pause your buying, right? And then re-engage again. Uh, when when, the, when that extreme uh, uh, overbought uh, uh, technical uh, uh, setup, you know, begins to uh, dissipate, which it has now. Um, we like uh, tech. We like the semis. You know, we've been pounding the table on precious metals and miners. Again, I think this group is really going to soar here. We've got our favorites. Come and join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com, and you can join us for two free weeks and find out what those are. All right, folks. Again, Dow's up 500. Nasdaq's up 330. Uh, VIX below 20. All right, giddy up, right? Let's go. Long and strong. Uh, again, your conspiracy theorists are right again. They're going to melt this thing up into the midterms to try to help Dems and the Uniparty as best they can. And then from there, we're in the best 12 months of the year after the midterms. This is this is not a time to be an aggressive seller here, folks. It's just not. All right, folks, have a great day. Always appreciate you watching. We'll see you back at the close for our VR Investing Podcast. Until then, bye-bye.